0: Burns him as wanting to win a Stanley Cup. That's a win-win-win for the organization and a win-win-win for the people of Edmonton. Leon Dreisaitl,
1: 50th of the year!
0: This is exciting for the fans of Edmonton. They deserve it. Zach Hyman finds the rebound. Jay, my name called by the weather there. It's a pretty surreal moment, and you know, a dream come true. Jay Woodcroft has done an amazing job. The people in our organization got a taste for playing hockey in the month of June, but I don't think anybody's satisfied with just that. Connor McDavid has won the battle. of This is Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, brought to you by Digitex Office Supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. Now Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. Six thirty
1: check. Today, 1987, Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up was released. <laughs> Good afternoon. Cam Moon here, along with Cody Jansen. Bob Stoffer's off this week and next week, I believe. Yeah, 35 years ago today. Rick Astley. Yeah, it, it was released today. I, th- I think it went to number one eventually. Uh, number one this week, though, in 1987 was Alone by Heart." So... There you go. (laughs) Oilers now on 630, Chad, it's brought to you by Digitext. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitext.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy IT office supply and office IT and supplies. This is what we got going here for you this afternoon. We got former Edmonton oiler Jim Vandermeer coming up at 1235. So we will uh, talk some stories with uh, Jim and get up to speed with what he's doing now. Uh, Jim Vandermeer had a a, a long pro career. Uh, Spent one season with the Oilers in 2010-11, but nine years in the NHL, 18 years as a pro hockey player. So we'll get some stories from Jim. We've got David Staples from the Cult of Hockey at 105 at 135 is NHL Insider, john shannon you can call us on our river cree resort and casino hotline at 780-496-0063 the river cree is 100 percent restriction free with daily food specials and spectacular live music each weekend for more information head to rivercreeresort.com. that same number 780-496-0063 That is the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Ave or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. And if you'd like to hit us up on Twitter, at OilersNow or at Janner on PXP, that's how you get a hold of us. That's right, Rick Astley. 1987, it was released today never going to give you up and yeah already that ash ashley or the uh ricky ashley has fired things up on the ashley fine floors text line as uh yeah people saying they like that song it was one texture doesn't know why but like that song anyway it's just Uh, great
0: vibes great vibes for a wednesday
1: absolutely for sure it was great vibes at the ballpark last night too it was uh, Edmonton Riverhawks with a 12-3 win over Kamloops. Beautiful night. Great night to watch some baseball. I didn't get to uh, talk re- to talk to Randy Gregg, who was a guest of ours a few days ago, as he was very busy at the game, but uh, a good show put on by the Riverhawks. Today's top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. Well, it came down yesterday while we were in the middle of the show. Cody Jansen is the one that broke the story. Yes, of R.V. signing a one-year deal for $3 million. The Oilers and Pooley R.V. avoid arbitration. We had lots of people wondering on the uh, Ashley Fine Floors text line yesterday whether this is uh, a sign to... Make Pugliarvi easier to trade, whether it's uh, a situation where he plays the year out for the Oilers and see where they're at at the end of that or, or what that means. What the, and, and I ask you, what do you think it means? Fire us a text. Let us know. Looking forward to uh, seeing some of your, your thoughts on this because this, I, you avoid arbitration, which is great. And Kyler Yamamoto still has to sign his arbitration if it goes to that which I doubt is uh, August 9th but yeah that's uh it's it's an interesting situation for sure it's all part of working in a in a cap world and putting all the pieces together and it depends on on how much weight you put in of what you heard as far as uh yesappularvi's um, situation uh, how happy he is in his situation in Edmonton and uh, I Harvey would know best but uh, you hear all sorts of uh, different things and, and I don't know where the truth lies quite honestly probably somewhere in the middle of it all but yeah we'll see what happens uh, with Yesa moving forward and what happens with the the signing of Kyler Yamamoto where he comes in at uh, and we can uh, we can talk a little bit more with David Staples and John Shannon a bit about that uh, later this afternoon. And yeah, Cody, it's uh, it's something where it's I mean, still lots to happen. I, w- I would think you know there's still some pieces to move and, and things to happen.
0: Well, I love all the conversation, but it is a long off season here. You know, we haven't even touched August yet, and people are wanting to put out the day one opening lineup. So I still think that there is going to be a lot to shake up in this lineup before we actually do get to regular season hockey.
1: Yeah, yeah true. It's true. There's, um, I, I would think. We're going to see more more things happen and, and how this all plays out. I mean if you if you're the, the general manager, if you're Ken Holland, I, I, I think this it gives you the at least you know exactly now that you got the deal signed, you, you know what the, the dollar value is. And if you are entertaining offers, you're in a situation where you can make a deal if you think it betters your club or betters the situation or not.
0: Or keep the player, and it shows that the two parties weren't that far off yeah. here. Like you know, everyone wants to throw around comparables and stuff like that, and we can get into that later. But clearly, like they were probably within 250 of each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. I and and you had written out some uh, comparables that we looked at uh, before we went on air, and and once you look at that, you see that they were quite. They were in the ballpark. Like both sides were in the ballpark of what market value is so yeah that's at least that part's done hey we'll see if something uh something drops on us today while we're in the middle of the show again i don't know maybe it will but that's the thing it's it's july sometimes it's it can be a little uh it can be a little dry as far as the information flowing at this time of year but that's that is all part of it and 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 speaking of which i know that uh you know later on when we have uh David Staples on and John Shannon I certainly will uh, will ask about uh, with John Shannon in particular about uh, Nazem Kadri and John Klingberg uh, two significant free agents that
0: are still out there Does this waiting for Kadri's side does it not make you think that he really wants to be in Colorado and he's just giving them time to figure out the dollar amount like that's my opinion on it
1: yeah it very well could be i mean, it's it's funny how the the game of musical chairs goes around free agency where a whole pile happens that first day and and teams are signing players and players are moving and then it and maybe the next day you get a few more a few more but usually the significant ones are on day one and when you have a couple of outliers like klingberg like cadry phil now, kessel well, Phil Castle, I'd say that to a lesser degree, but come on, they're
0: all in the same group.
1: Wow, well, I don't know, but he—he's—he's he's a significant player. I would think he's taking going to take a lot less money when uh, he does sign a deal. But you know, for those players, I—unless you know you have something in the bank, I—I I would think that the anxiety level would go up a little. You would. Th- You would think in that with it being a cap world not everybody can take you and then once you start losing the chairs in the musical chairs game your options become less and less so i i would i would think there'd be some anxiety in that i just i don't know how there wouldn't be but maybe in in cadres case maybe he has that where he knows that the the avalanche would love to have him back and are just looking to work out the
0: dollar value. Wow, there's a lot of teams that would love to have him in that second-line center role.
1: Yeah, but only so many have the ability to add him at what he's going to get or command. Whereas a guy like Phil Castle, I think it's going to drop. I think he's going to drop. Still a 50-point yeah, guy last year
0: on a pretty bad Arizona team. I know,
1: I know. He Still, like... If he goes somewhere and plays, like he's probably going to play a less significant role on whatever team he goes to than maybe he did in Arizona last year. But even still, it, he's got really good hands and, and incredible you know, hockey instincts. So even if he's lost a bit of a step, I mean, there's still that ability uh, certainly to help a team in a power
0: play situation. And you kind of think of, and he's not a Joe Thornton, this is a terrible comparison, but like what if he just takes a one-by-one one and goes to a cup contender? Yeah. Like you could honestly see him being like, Okay, hey, I'll just play a third-line role, go put yep. up some points, can fill in on the power play, and can play top six if needed.
1: Yeah. And when you're a player like, like Phil Castle that has, has played as long as he has, made the, the money that he has that uh, that dollar value like what he's pulling in isn't that big a deal because he's made as much as he has that yeah you could pick your spot that way if you found a team that would take you so that's another interesting one to watch for to see where he does go but yeah i I see where you're saying
0: rob just sent us a note on the text line here said uh, do you think we can package fogle and jp together in a move I think that would be tough. I, yeah. I mean, finding a team looking for two, let's be real, they're pretty much third-line players here that have cap hits of around $3 bucks. probably not the easiest you know, package deal to sell.
1: I think it'd be hard enough to move one, quite honestly. I think it'd be hard enough to move one. At this time of the year, with teams either up against or in some cases slightly over the cap, moving players is unless they're you know on very very good value deals are it's difficult to do so i i don't think doing it uh a a package deal would be would be easy or at all likely so
0: that's and and of, there's a p- couple of people also saying it's a gross overpayment for Yessa RV. But as you said, like, I don't this so. isn't crazy. I, I don't know why everyone's, you know, shocked to see three. Like, would you love to say $2 million by his name, of course, but he's not a $2 million yeah. dollar player unless he's a guy who's, you know, not performed that way points-wise. Maybe you get away with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's, it's in the ballpark of what market value is.
1: For, for what Yesapuli RV has been to this point and, and looking ahead to, to him continuing to develop, continuing to improve. Uh, as we go to our Oilers Now Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices and customer service that makes you feel like family. Yesterday, of course, we had Mark Spector on the show, and, and he's busy today with the Mark Spector Golf Classic. That's at the Quarry in support of Sports Central. So uh, good luck to everybody out there today. you got a perfect day of weather for it, so enjoy the course and all of that. And we were able to talk with uh, Mark Spector about what, what's next for
0: Yassipuli-Arvey. Well, orders owners fans will be happy, I think, uh, Mooner, because I don't, you know, there's a lot of conjecture, right? Is this a, a contract you sign so that there's cost certainty when you trade the player? Or is this a contract you sign because you want to keep the player? And that's a fair, you know, that's obviously he's been on the block for a while, so that's a fair conversation to have. And uh, I would say to you that it seems to me, Cam, that uh, this is a contract that he'll probably, in my eyes, will probably stay and play it out for the orders or certainly start the season as an order.
1: Yeah, and, and I could very well see that. Mark Spector yesterday uh, talking about Yes Apuliarvi. And, uh, and Mark was also able to talk about whether uh, Yes Apuliarvi wants to be in Edmonton. You know, there's not many players signed
0: one-year deals at this stage of their career in cities where they want to spend a lot of time. This is clearly a, either a uh, temporary-type deal or a let's take one more kick at this with Puglia and the Oilers and try to find some harmony between a player that, you know, has, let's face it, he's, he's not really loved his time here. He's wanted out a couple times.
1: Mark Spector, uh, yesterday, probably having a great day on the course right now. Uh, Ashley Finefloor's text line, uh, Les from Peace River, uh, wants me to put on my GM hat what I would do next. Well, Les, honestly, I would make sure that I get this uh, Kyler Yamamoto uh, deal signed, as well as Ryan McLeod. And at that point, then you, you, s- you look at exactly where you are for for space what are your options what you need to do next if you need to move money out which it does look that way that uh you would see what's out there and and see where your best value is as i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment where you can maximize the return and get yourself cap compliant so in other words what i'm saying is i I wouldn't be hard fast on this is exactly the person that needs to be moved out at all costs because now you've painted yourself into a corner and there might be a better deal out there for the team that you didn't know about so I'd be keeping my uh, options open, and uh, I'd be working the phone something fierce. But Les, and thank you for the text, uh, I'm glad I'm not in those shoes. I I think that, uh, and I know a lot of people love being armchair GMs. I don't know that being a real GM would be uh, as fun as, well, as as you might think. (laughs) It'd be a lot of stress in that job, and uh it's one where it's even in july even in july and august you're never really off you're always on
0: and i'm seeing we're getting a few more questions about like so what's the Oilers' cap situation look like and and puckpedia put it out perfect after the ltir situations the Oilers effectively have 2.67 million dollars in cap space right now mcleod yamamoto still to get done
1: so yeah you got to get those deals done first uh to get yourself knowing exactly what you're dealing with uh dollar wise and then uh you get to go from there so that's uh that that's that's what i would be doing Last there's there'd be a lot of things going on and i know summer all for the players is a lot of time off and a lot of training for gms it absolutely is not because uh they are they are quite busy and uh there's a lot going in a lot going on and a lot of phone calls and texts and it never seems to end and that's the beauty of it we get to talk about it they have to live it but uh, they have to get those those deals done with uh, kyler yamamoto and ryan mcleod and and yeah that puckpedia saying what 2.67 to deal with they're probably going to need a little more than that so uh something has to happen somewhere <laughs> along the line all right, that was our Oilers Now Audio Vault for our good friends at, at Direct Workwear. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Oilers Now on 630, Chad. Cam Moon and Cody Jansen with you this afternoon. Ashley Finefloor's text line. It's busy. People firing up their thoughts, their ideas. With the S.A. RV signing yesterday, one year at $3 million. Edmonton Oilers still have to sign Kyler Yamamoto, Ryan McLeod doesn't look like they have enough in the cap space to do that so yeah it's, something has to happen there's there's a lot of ideas as to what they need to do you know keith texts in not enough cap space to sign both how do they do it well i'm guessing they'll sign both be slightly over and then at some point have to make a move and and what that move is i don't know again i would think it would be whatever move makes it best or gives the the oilers uh the best Opportunity coming back as we go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandising specialists head to ElitePromoMarketing.com.
0: Well, let's go to Chicago because haven't they been fun to follow this offseason? Jonathan Taves, he seems to be counting down his days there. Entering his 15th season as a Blackhawk, Taves told reporters that uh, general manager Kyle Davidson's five-year rebuild doesn't sound appealing to him at all. So uh, that sounds like a guy out, if you're asking me. Tanner Lazinski signed a two-year deal, a two-way deal with the Flyers as well. And the Abitant Oil Kings, they signed for Luca Hof, a Krefeld, Germany product, was selected by the Oil Kings in the first round of the 2022 CHL import draft earlier this month.
1: All right. Yeah, that, uh, I did read that story in The Athletic today about uh, Jonathan Taves and... Yeah, he didn't sound like he was too fired up about sticking around. But, I mean, what choice does he have?
0: Well, what kind of rebuild is that when you're sending out Doc and Hegel? And, and, I mean, how are you going to motivate those guys to be happy there? Oh, yeah. That would be tough,
1: sledding, especially you know after having such a, a good run there for sure. It's that's uh, going to be difficult. And Jonathan Taves you know, on the last year of a, I think it was a ten million dollar deal, uh, he'd be very difficult to move. So and Chicago would have to eat some money, and he'd still be difficult to move. Although a lot of teams would love to have him. All right, we're gonna take a break. Our global news weather and traffic update is coming up. After that, Jim Vandermeer, former Edmonton Oiler. This is Oilers Now on 630 Chad.
0: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.